Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Podcast. Last, uh, well, hope everybody's had a good week. Hope you're relaxed. Hope you made lots of money. Hope your head's in a good space. Hope you got all the appropriate loving you needed. Hope you feel wanted. I want to feel wanted. Go to the Weekly Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Follow us on Apple, wherever you subscribe. Subscribe, rate, review. Email us at D-U-H-W-E-E-K-L-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. I've been trying to. I got the interview with the neighbors that I've done that I've got a, as a for, pay for content. Um, I've got a couple links. I'll have links on the show on the show notes here for Cash App or, or a link that you can use to pay a uh, one-time fee for the video. Um, we're just trying to generate a little money for the podcast. Uh, we're just going to try to keep hammering away at it every week and doing what we can to make it better. Um, and I appreciate all the the listeners. I really do. Thank you. We want to try to be entertaining. In, in the same time, we want to be respectful of of the families, uh, the victims, and even the perpetrators in some of these cases. Everybody's got a family. And everybody, everybody's family, I feel like, deserves some kind of respect and dignity. So we try to, we try to give respect, but we want to be entertaining as well. Um, the Summer Wells case is something that I've been, I've done a couple episodes on. It's a really strange, strange, strange case. Last week, we, we kind of picked apart the letter that Don Wells wrote to the kidnappers. If he really feels that she was kidnapped, and in the, in that letter he said certain things that just didn't make a lot of sense to me, he either knows that she is somewhere else and is not necessarily being harmed, because in his letter, you know, we talked about how he's heartbroken. She's heartbroken, Summer's. It, only because she's taken away from her mom and dad. I find that weird. And we talked about this last time, just the fact that, you know, if he doesn't know what, what's going on with her, then he has no idea what kind of horrors and stuff she may be going through if she is still alive. The letter was strange to me. So, does he know where she's at? Because the two things that make me think that he might are... That she is, that summer, she is heartbroken because she's not with her mom and dad. And she's not getting an education that she would have got if she would have stayed here. Very odd statements. Um, these folks live right down the street from me. And I've, I've mentioned this before. Um, the day after that this happened, it's been years so ago, I think June will be two years. Um, Don Wells had come down and, and, and had spoken with a gentleman that worked with me and um, that conversation was strange and uh, he, he automatically was talking about she, you know, she's in a better place she's in a better place she's in a better place I found that odd about the case 
I also found the timeline odd. But see, you have to understand where their home is located. Their home sits 100, 100 yards or better up on a hill in the middle of the woods. You have to turn on a dead-end road and go down that road a piece before you even get to their rutted-out gravel straight up and down driveway. I find it extremely odd that someone is randomly going to kidnap somebody from that area or abduct. Kidnap is, is a different term. Kidnapping is used for in the sense of, of a ransom. Abduction is just taking somebody. But, you know, there was a few points that, that I'd made in the past that, uh, you know, he had, Don Wells had mowed out this field at the bottom of the hill there that comes off his yard, you know, where he showed, he was on the news talking about the trail that, that Summer might have taken. And at the bottom of that, where it gets to this big grassy field, it had normally stayed about waist or chest high. To me, I'm six foot tall. But about a week before she disappeared, or less, he mowed it down. And that's the only time he's ever done it. He never, he hadn't done it since. So a few days or a week before she disappears, he mows that, mows that down. I find that odd. I find the letter odd that he wrote to the kidnappers. The timeline is off. And also, it was brought to my attention here recently that a lady that I know in the neighborhood had seen Dawn and Candace Wells a few days after Summer disappeared on a deserted country road about a mile and a half from their house, pulled off on the shoulder with Candace outside of the vehicle off about four or five feet into the woods and Dawn behind the wheel. I know where this area is located. I think it's worth maybe going out there to take a look. There's just not a lot of information. And I know law enforcement probably has more. And I've spoken to local law enforcement. I've spoken to TBI and I've spoken to the FBI. And the FBI wanted to know basically anything out of the ordinary that day. And they also wanted to know kind of what type of people they were. Now, yes, we live down the street from them, but it's a mile or a little bit less. But we I didn't know them. Their kids, the boys that they had before they were taken away, had rode the bus with my daughter. That's about the extent of it. Uh, I have seen Candace. Don's in jail for his DUI probation violation, but I have seen Candace and her mother out. And uh, I don't know how I would act if something like that happened to me. But I know that this woman, either she has some, some, some mental issues that need to be addressed, or she don't give a shit <laughs> about anything. Uh, she seems to be out living her best life. Now, that could be just appearance, and I'm not judging. Just tell you what I see. But I just find, find it odd that the way the story and the way her story lays out, that... They'd been all these places, swimming, Sonic, Priceless. They got the milk, blah, blah, blah. They go home. They're over there planting flowers or a cactus. That the camper that sits just a few 15, 20 feet in front of the house that 
Candace Wells' mother lives in. And Summer wants to go in and, and play with her toys or play with her brothers. She says, okay. She walks Summer over halfway. She gets inside. She goes back over. Candace goes back over to, to speak with her mother some more. And five, five minutes, Candace goes back in to check on the boys and Summer. And Summer's gone. So within five minutes, seven minutes tops, this this young five-year-old girl has vanished from her home that sits 150 yards in the woods up off the, the road in the middle of nowhere. Something's odd about this story. Something's off. Something is off. And I don't know if it's in her timeline. Now, it would make better sense if she just said, hey, I forgot about Summer. I went off and done something else. And I didn't pay any attention to her for 45 minutes. That would make better sense to me. But there's no way she's getting far or getting away in five, six minutes. So the only way that their story is true, the only way that this could have happened the way it happened, I feel like, is if there's an error in the timeline. There has to be more time that elapsed in between the last time Candace seen her daughter Summer and the next time she goes to look for her to find her and she can't. Five, six minutes just is not doing it for me. And you have to understand where this house is located. It's just, I just feel like that's an impossible number. And stranger things have happened, don't get me wrong. But from day one, and when this happened, by dusk, you've got search parties out. You've got the thermal helicopter, because I could hear it circling, 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 every night, every day, every night, every day. And I know by dark, they had both ends of, of Beach Creek Road or Highway 347, shut down because by the time it got to be dark we had left and they had each end shut down so we went through the roadblock they were searching people's cars they were searching people's trunks they were looking anybody coming in or out on that road their vehicle was being searched they searched that area high and low on the ground now i know at the time it was very covered because it's june but they've since come back and searched and searched and searched. And I'm sorry. She's not going to get far in that, in that heavily wooded terrain if she's wandered off. The only way somebody could walk up and, 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 and abduct her is because Don mowed down the field at the base of the damn hill. So is there something to that? Does he know something? Because I've seen him on TV showing... The little trail in the back where he thinks that somebody come up and abducted his daughter. That that hill and that trail bottoms out at the very field he mowed down one time only. Why did you mow the field? What were you up to? Is that something that needs to be looked at? Is the area that the neighbor seen 
Dawn and Candace Wells lurking around a few days later, about a mile and a half from their home. She was in the woods, folks. What was she doing? That road's very, that, that road that they were on is hardly ever traveled. I'm sure they were surprised to see somebody coming through in the rain, especially maybe somebody that knew exactly who they were at that time because that was before the story had really gotten out. People didn't really know who they were, I, would, I wouldn't imagine yet. There's just something not right, and, and most of the times, you know, they talk about Oxam Razor. You know, the, the thing that makes the most sense is probably the truth, or the or the path of least resistance is probably the truth, and there is some truth in that. But I mean, yes, strange things have happened. But what happened to Summer Wells? Does Don and Candace know more? Are they hiding something? Is it a tragic accident? They're trying to cover it up. I don't think so. I don't know. Dr. Phil says the timeline doesn't, doesn't give them much time to do anything, and that's accurate. If if you can go by that timeline, somebody was with them about all, at all times, and then, you know, but that, that wouldn't have given, allowed them time to, say, for her to be hurt and uh, taken somewhere else or, or disposed of somewhere else or whatever, but... There's definitely something odd because I just, I would be beside myself. I feel like I would have to try to, I feel like I would need to to, to, to try to do something to find my daughter. And I, I don't know how, to, God forbid, how the, how the hell would anybody know how they would react? But I just feel like I'd have to be proactive in something. They would eat at me. It would just eat at me. Uh, when I come back, I'll take a little break here. When I come back, I want to discuss a little bit more about this case, Summerwell's case, and just kind of dive into it just a little bit. I don't want to necessarily talk about the whole gist of the case. I want to kind of dive in to some specific points on on, on what what might have happened, or I just hope that eventually something breaks with this case. We'll be right back. All right, I'm back. Consider helping us out and buying the video that we've done with the uh, the interview we've done with the neighbors it just it, it's a really interesting interview it talks about what they've seen what they've seen the days before and the days after uh summer disappeared it's a it's a good it's a good 35 40 minutes it's very interesting i think it'd be worth worth paying the ten dollars to get the video we're just trying to raise we're trying to raise money on the podcast we're trying to earn money doing our podcast and um, I know sometimes that may sound bad, but that's just what we're trying to do. We're just trying to earn money doing a podcast, and uh, we enjoy doing the podcast. I want to continue to do the podcast, but I'd like to be able to, to make a little money doing the podcast. So right now we make nothing, and we're just trying to generate some. So help us out with that. You can, uh, we'll have the link in show notes, cash app. Uh, I'll have a little link there that you can use to pay with card or whatever you want to do. 
Um, you can go to Anchor and support the show, nine ninety nine a month. Uh, a few things. We've got a Patreon. You can find that. Uh, I can send that through that. Uh, but what I what I want to do is just um, cash app or pay for the video. Send us a, shoot us an email with uh, your email address saying you want the video, and we'll we'll email you the video. And we just don't have a. I'm not real familiar with Patreon and stuff yet, so we're working on it. And call me stupid, whatever. I don't really give a shit. I don't understand some of that stuff, and we're just we're trying to build, trying to build slowly but surely, slowly but surely. I've got a video done with the neighbors. It's a good video. It's interesting. I want to send it to you. We're trying to raise a little money doing the podcast. Um, so like I said, this case, we were I seen it firsthand. We're right next door, but we're, we're half a mile down the road. Uh, I remember the day that it happened. I remember what went on. Uh, you, you know, I, I was, me and the kids, I got home from work and we were watching. I remember watching an episode of Sons of Anarchy in DVD. And my wife had just got home. And about 10 minutes after she got home, so I want to put it somewhere after 6 o'clock, uh, we see emergency vehicles, but not like lights and sirens, more like volunteer, like a Nissan truck with a light on. Seen about 8 or 10 go down. So my daughter's like, what is going on? So we ride down. And we see about 5 to 15 spectators on the road adjacent to Ben Hill Road. One deputy sitting in the middle of Ben Hill Road. I go down, drive back up, and that deputy is gone by the time I turn around and come back. So for a brief moment, there around 6, 6.30, 7 o'clock, a deputy had been down, and then a deputy left. I don't know that they felt like that it was anything yet. Because by dusk, it's the summertime, so by 8, 9 o'clock, starting to get dusk, you start to see a flow of people. And then by dark, I know for sure by 9, 30, 10 o'clock, they've got the road shut down because we drove through a roadblock that searched our vehicle, searched our trunk. Everybody coming out was, was searched. So I know they had it contained by then. I know they had the infrared. They were doing the searches, the helicopter. It was out for days, months, months, months. Every day for months, they searched those woods in the area. They searched, they searched, they searched. We've been over the timeline with what Candace had happened the day that Summer disappeared. We know a few few things that I know personally because I live in the area was that Don mowed that field at the base of the hill up from where he lives. Never done it before, hadn't done it since. The neighbor here in the screen, I feel like is more significant than what is told. My wife, now listen, seen a black Ford Ranger, suspicious just because she'd never seen it in the area before. Now, she turns it into police. About a month or so later, they have run this truck down, and it was in, on Ben Hill Road around the time of the deduction at the end of Ben Hill getting an auto part off of someone. But police feel like it has no involvement. I disagree. I disagree. It could have a lot of involvement just because they say, oh, I'm down here getting an auto part, and you just let it go. B older model, early 90s, late 80s, black Ford Ranger, 
confirmed to be on Ben Hill Road at that day, confirmed to be at the end of Ben Hill Road that day, getting an auto part. This has been confirmed. So that is a for sure, for sure suspect or person of interest or whatever you want to say. I feel like those those may play a bigger bigger role. I feel like the fact that Don and Candace were seen on a deserted country road a few days after Summer went missing in the rain, off one in the car, one off in the woods. What was she checking on? What was she looking for? We're going to go to that spot. We're going to do a video at the spot. We're going to see what we see. We're going to see what's there. Maybe something's there. Maybe something's not. But that's the next step is to just see if anything of interest is in this area that Summer and Don were seen sneaking around. Why were they sneaking around there at night in the rain? We're going to find out. I'm going to let you know. But I just wonder what, what would become. I mean, what's what's going to happen with this case? Is it just going to just get so much time in between it that it's just going to vanish? We're just going to forget about it? We've, we've got a five-year-old that's now six that disappeared. And she disappeared in, under strange circumstances. She disappeared out of the middle of nowhere and vanished. It's like she could... Uh, she could go, she could travel miles and miles through rough and rugged terrain. What the hell, man? It's odd. It's strange. Something's up. I'm sorry, Don. Sorry, Candace. But something's just foul with your story. I'm not saying you've done or, or done anything or did anything. But something's foul with your story. It's, it, it, something's just not adding up. Did somebody see something and they just don't realize it? They had a lot of privacy up there. I don't. I think they could have done whatever they wanted to, and no one would have ever known the difference. But my question is this: If Don and Can or Don and Candace or whatever done done they done something, why even call it in? They they could have just prolonged that or postponed that as long as they wanted to. So I don't feel like that might be the case. So they call it in. We've got other witnesses that seen Summer. So the timeline does kind of hold up to a certain degree of when they got home or when they dropped that boy off. The, little, the teenage boy was th with them for the better part of that day. And then they took him back. You know, remember they, they took him back or they, they, went to go, they went to their house to hang out. They had to go pick up the grandmother from the emergency room or the walk-in clinic and they had to get the medicine and so they go and do all that and, they, and the boy goes with them so he you know he sees summer in the vehicle i'd like to know exactly what time they dropped him off i need to look that up there's just not a lot of time in between you know what time they, they i think they get home at three three something so was it three hours i guess that's a good amount of time you know, instead of five minutes, was it two hours? Because in the original 911 call, it stated that Candace took a walk, and when she come back, Summer was gone. So which is it? I think there's lies here. There's no way six minutes. I feel like they're just doing this. And the same thing with that stupid-ass fucking letter. I think they're doing this to make themselves look better. Because in the public's eye, they look guilty as shit.
and, and, and sucking that letter. All they talk about was getting their jobs back and we might lose everything. What do you mean we might lose everything? You lost your daughter. You wouldn't. I, it just don't make any sense to me. We're going to go search that area and see what we can find. We're going to let you know. We'll keep you tuned in to this, this story. We're probably going to do a little something different next week, but we'll keep you tuned in because I think this story is worth telling over and over and over and over. And I've got plenty of people I can interview and talk to about this story. We may just stay on it. But next, we're going to go search the area and see what we can find. And there may be nothing to it, and that's fine. But why were they out there? We'll let you know. This is The Weekly Podcast.